Surfing. Shake things up with Pokemon Pikachu 2. The more you shake it, the more Pikachu will do for you. Get me down! Trade lots and shake it up with friends. Pokemon Pikachu 2. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 145, uh, 45th episode of the Pokemon Good Podcast. Start. We're keeping it. <laughs> We're keeping it and moving on. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Travis. So, I mean, without getting too much into the meat of things, um, I wrote a limerick for... <laughs> For in honor of what happened this week, I couldn't be bothered to do the actual number of syllables correctly, but I, I, I did the rhyming scheme right. So, about Gen three, I was bitter, but one day there was a buzz on Twitter. Four remakes were announced, and folks hoped my hate was renounced. But I still think it's the runt of the litter. <laughs> that, was snaps. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Snaps. That was yeah, good. That's classy. Is that a decent word? Our other decent guest we have to do is Logan. <laughs> you know, one time is a Facebook contest, two times maybe I had something to contribute, but three times you guys totally have a crush on me. It's, it's <laughs> official. It's true. <laughs> Third date. Attract. <laughs> Cute charm. Other yeah, Pokemon man. things. Fairy type. <laughs> uh, <Got it. laughs> um, so we uh, we didn't record... Last week, uh, we took a week off, but the week before, I was at um, C2E2, the Comic Comic Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, or something like that. Entertainment Expo. No, that's E3. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Anyways. Uh, yeah, well, it, would be, it must be Chicago Comics and Entertainment, Entertainment Expo. Yeah, so pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I'm not that far off. I just wanted to give a shout out to anyone who was there and now are listening to the show because this would be the episode afterwards. Uh, so for those of you that weren't there, obviously you can go back and listen to that live show. Uh, but uh, because there was no visual aid this year, there's no re- uh, video recording, uh, we did get a bigger room than last year. And last year we filled about 200 seats. This year we filled almost 300 seats. Uh, which was really cool. Uh, Veronica Taylor was also there, and she introduced me for the panel. Um, That's so rad. That was really cool. Uh, she's so nice in person, and that was really cool of her to do. They actually called me and asked if they could do it, and I was like, why would I say no <laughs> to that ever? Um, we gave out a bunch of Mario Cat ears, the same ones we gave out at, at Midwest Gaming Classic, so that was pretty cool. And... Uh, since we had like 200 cat ears and there was 300 people, we pretty much gave out every cat ear, and it was cool to like overlook like a crowd of cat ears. Um, so there was a part at the beginning of the of the show. I was not there, but I did listen to the audio where you're like, "How many people have heard of me? Oh, more than last year." <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, like, like where where were we sitting? How many people had heard of us at? Of the 300. I want to say when I asked, I asked that question every year, but last year when I asked it, I would say probably about a dozen people raised their hand. This year, I want to say uh, about two dozen to 30 people raised their hand this year. So twice as many as last year when. Represent. Yeah, so that was really, really cool. Um, What was super funny, I don't, I I think it was cut at the end because we had audio issues with that show, go figure. But. Uh, I played the clip where I said uh, where I said like Charizard mm-hmm. would get like a fourth evolution like that was my prediction, um, and the kid who asked that question was actually in the audience again this year, 
Oh. And he, he, him and his mom were like super excited because I used that clip and it was like, oh my yeah. God, he asked that question. That was so cool. Kind of <laughs> thing. Um, so that was really cool. I, it was a really, really good show overall and I wish I had the the real audio for it, but I think what we got together was decent enough. Yeah, it sounded fine to me. Um, but that's probably not why you guys are listening. Um, you guys are probably listening because you want us to talk about the new Pokemon games that are announced. Too bad. Yeah, too bad. We're not going to do yeah. that. Uh, we will get there. Sorry, there's new Pokemon? Yes, Pokemon Art Academy, actually. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Um, but we will get to all that uh, after our break. Uh, we do want to start off with our news. And uh, it's been kind of a slow news week, obviously, and it kind of all led up to, uh, well, it's been a slow, like, last three weeks until recently. Uh, but our first bit of news is the Pokemon TV app is now available on Kindle Fire. I think before it was just, like, iOS devices. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was just iOS and then obviously the website. Right. Um, I, actually, I should read my own article. It says it's on Android, but I think Kindle is like a different version of Android. Mm, I don't know. All I know is my mom got one. And so then. So your mom's now watching Pokemon, is what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. That thing can. See, okay, preface. I don't know how internet works, like, <laughs> at all. So just know that. But that, I, that thing. So I'm living with my parents again now because it's in the summer, so I'm not at school. Uh, that thing hogs bandwidth like you've never seen. <laughs> it was all of a sudden I'm I'm trying to like do some do some basic surfs, and it's like and it's like the sea the the seas on which I'm surfing yeah, are I'm trying are, to get to Cinnabar Island are calm. Yeah. <laughs> if if I. I'm not mistaken. I think because Amazon's Kindle uses a specific browser called Silk, Amazon Silk, and I think it's supposed to like preload and determine pages that, in this case, your mom would visit, so that when she goes there for her, those web pages would load faster, Uh which is probably taking away. Yeah, for you, every web page, yeah, every web page loads loads much slower. Man, I that whole sentence was just a mush. No, it's Sorry. fine. I'll give you a pass. <laughs> we'll maybe let you on a fourth episode. Yeah, it's it's, it's the third day. We, you got some wiggle room. <laughs> um, what else do we have uh, in news? So yeah, uh, Pokemon TV app is now on Kindle Fire. It of course is on iPad and iPhone and every other device under the sun, um, including your computer. Um, but in other world events. Pokemon Happy Meals are coming back to McDonald's for the 30th time. Just as exciting as the first. It really, yeah, it really is. Except I think when Burger King had Pokemon toys, that's when Pokemon was really shining. Yeah, like, man. And then you could, like, you had extra toys later because, you know, they killed that kid. The Pokeballs did. Oh, yeah. What? And, and then you yeah. could bring the Pokeballs back for a small fry. And, like, that, yeah. that was really sad. But, you know, I did get a lot of free fries. This is a really morbid story. I'm sorry. Yeah, the the Pokeballs. Wait, wait, wait. Were a let's tell this hazard. story. The Pokeballs were a choking hazard, and and well, well, choking happened. So yeah, yeah, that, that's a real thing. Like, yeah. like a, a small child, like an infant, um, got the ball stuck on his face, and so they had to do a recall. And the way they did that recall is if you took it back to Burger King, you got a free small fry. That might be. One of the most interesting recalls I've ever heard of. <laughs> I guess they couldn't really. I mean, you know, it's a toy that they gave away for free, so they can't really be. Right. It's not like a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I just remember this. <laughs> not a laughing matter. I just remember when Burger King got the Pokemon toys, they pretty much had all like 150. Am I not there mistaken? Was a lot. I yeah. was really like I went to a Burger King trading night. Yeah, that was I mean, that was a thing. And there were like really like twenty kids there. That was also um around the same time that was the same time where they had the gold plated Pokeball yeah. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you had to pay extra for those. They were like six dollars or something. Right. Worth so every penny. Try to tell me that, that those gold Pokemon cards were real gold. 
<gasps> Are they not real gold? <laughs> you cannot I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. But uh, I hate to break it to you, but your, um, your retirement fund, i.e. a pile of Mewtwo golden Pokemon cards, are not actually worth it. I just canceled my 401k because I found him and I was banking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the... X and Y Happy Meals are coming to McDonald's on May 23rd. Uh, if you want more details, you can read about that on our website at PokemonPodcast.com. Uh, little plug right there. But it looks like uh, there will be one, there will be 12 different Happy Meals. Uh, in fact, they will be Battle Launcher toys, uh, yeah. which will contain classic Pokemon like Pikachu or Mewtwo, or newly discovered Pokemon like Chespin, Fennekin, and Froakie. And Evatel and Exernius. I believe you mean Yule Ball and X-Ray. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes. Um, let's see it's still funny if you don't know, though, because it's still a funny thing that you said that one funny. time, and well, I can just repeat, and all the new listeners think that I made that joke. That's right. Before this is we, the long con. Actually, it's the short con, because only the new listeners think that I said it. Uh, before we started the show, you guys were talking about all the inside memes and jokes that are on the uh, the banner on our website. Oh, yeah. Reddit.com slash r slash Pokemon podcast memes. <laughs> it's not a thing. Um, it looks like there will be, um, if you purchase a Pokemon, I didn't know this article, I didn't know this news story was going to be so long. Uh, if you purchase a Happy Meal at, at the Mickey D's, you also get, um, some kind of code to unlock a McPlay power for the iOS or Android. Apparently, McDonald's has an app called the McPlay. That's breaking news on, on, on its yeah. own. <laughs> that's, that's Gen 7 right there. <laughs> McDonald's sponsors Pokemon. So there you go. There's your, there's your all the McDonald's news you need. Um, something I am not educated on, which is, <laughs> which is Pokemon battling. There is the 2014 International Championship cha- International Challenge May Challenge, uh, which is the newest online competition. I think it uh, it already began. It began just four days ago on the eighth, and it's going until this Thursday. So by the time you hear this, we'll probably be Wednesday morning. So you'll have a day or two to listen, <laughs> uh, or you'll have a day or two to compete. Uh, but I don't know if you guys competed at all. No, nope. I, been taking a break. Who needs? We're to? really good Pokemon fans. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I see these other podcasts? They're like, you know, they, you know, they they don't participate in anything. But we, you know, we we go to everything like the all of the online competitions I've never partaken in. <laughs> um, the nationals that, that I won't go to this year. Yeah, for me the first time in years. Yeah, not a lot of people are going to nationals this year. That's because it's at it's at twenty five dollar limit to get in, <laughs> uh, at least for TCG players. Yeah. Do you know these um, these international challenges have actually a participation limit of how many? Uh, this one in particular has fifty thousand. Wow, wow! I can't say lot. I've ever heard of one hitting that quota yeah but oh, man. i might have uh entered this if i re- if i was like reading the pokemon podcast website like i should be <laughs> <laughs> uh well it's like the same if you go to a competition you still get 15 minutes per match um you're allowed to do 20 bat 20 games per day so you can't do any more uh obviously you're limited to the kalos pokedex um, pretty much everything that's already there, except this is online, and you play it. You play at will. So if you want to do one battle a day, or if you want to do all twenty, it's totally up to you. But if you like, if you want to do well, you'd have to do all twenty every day, right? And you'd that's... have to do w- even better in all twenty of those matches. Oh yeah. Okay. But I don't know if there's like a prize or anything. I mean, it's on a Thursday, and I have to do twenty battles. That's like undoable if you have a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would uh, I would imagine because at least each battle is going to run you ten minutes, right? Yeah. Unless it's a com- complete landslide. Yeah, and sometimes it can even sometimes it'll be slower too. I mean, 
It just depends on the match, but but yeah, that's that's a good safe bet. Yeah, so if every battle took you the full 15, that's four an hour, which is, what, five hours of time you have to dedicate? Oof. And that's not even it counting... Has, it, it all has to be that one day? Are you sure? Well, yeah, as well, you, you can go up to day. 20 per day. Oh, okay. So if you wanted to... So not only do you have to d- dedicate five hours on Thursday, you also have to dedicate five hours on every other day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I said, unless you were getting just complete flops. But isn't it like the better you... Like, they match you with people that has the same win ratio. I believe so, yeah. yeah. So it's only going to get longer and longer the more you play because you're not going to get like a flop ten battles in if you're doing yeah. really well. Um, I'd probably just forget to Mega Evolve anyway. <laughs> Who needs to Mega Evolve? <laughs> um, Pokemon did announce a new game, uh, Pokemon Art Academy, uh, which uh, a lot of people were upset that was only that it was only coming to Japan. But as of just a day or two ago, they confirmed that it is coming to both the UK and the US. The UK, but nobody cared because of the much bigger announcement. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I uh, cared. I cared. Uh, this po- Logan's soul voice just like can we get a solid release date for Pokemon Art Academy <laughs> that's exactly how I sounded too um, <laughs> it was almost like it was almost like there are two of you in this room this room that we're in because this is not recorded over the internet well, that's right because we all fly to Travis's house to record yeah, yeah. Well, we, you hop on my mom's Kindle <laughs> he always has great snacks <laughs> who doesn't uh, <laughs> the uh, Pokemon Art Academy is coming to the 3DS. Uh, I believe the last Art Academy game was on Wii U. Uh, but it will uh, be... You will have 40 different lessons in drawing Pokemon on the 3DS screen with your stylus. And it will include Charizard, Fennekin, Fletchling, Oshawa, Pikachu, and Torchic, to name a few. So that was uh, all Fire-type Pokemon except for two of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pokemon Art Academy Fire Edition. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it is coming to Europe on July fourth. Larian and friends, because they don't celebrate Independence Day, and it is coming to America sometime this fall. No solid release date, but I think Japan gets it in a month or two. Go figure. Yeah. Travis, I can't wait to see your Pikachu drawing that you're going to upload to Miiverse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, some people are like, oh, Mona Lisa, like, you know what's behind the smile, but um, once I release my um, my Pika Doodle, I think people will realize <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> Into the wild? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think people will realize that uh, Davinsky Schmuchinsky, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm doubling down right now. I don't even have to see it. I believe it. Yeah. Man. These are like my two favorite things. Pokemon and Miiverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you do actually like Miiverse um, a lot. Miiverse is <laughs> the... It's better than any forum or <laughs> message <laughs> board you network. could ever go to. <laughs> it is just pure comedy every time I log in. <laughs> it's solid gold. And now like I get to just see... Just like, like those Mewtwo coins. Right. Are. Solid gold. Solid 100%. Comes full circle. Um, how long have we been talking? 18 minutes. Uh, 18 minutes and we haven't even mentioned the thing people want to hear us talk no. about. We can delay it a little bit more. If uh, are, we try, are we trying to like keep uh, uh, them on the edge of their seat? We gotta, I mean, there's a lot of Pokemon news to cover. Like Twitch plays a Pokemon. On, a carrot on a stick <laughs> just appears in front of all the listeners. <laughs> it's blue and red. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, let's get all our listeners up to the Twitch plays Pokemon phenomenon. <laughs> they, Oh, is this is there still thing? Yeah, oh yeah. Let, let me tell you, Twitch played Pokemon got a little bit better. Because <laughs> first off, they moved on from Hoenn. No one wanted to watch that. Yeah. They moved to uh they're they're, <laughs> they're on Diamond and Pearl right now. 
The cr- creator of Twitch Plays Pokemon incorporated the bottom screen, of course, because this was the first mm-hmm. DS screen. So instead of typing A or B or left or right, you can type in uh, two numbers with a comma in between, and that would select the coordinates on the touch <laughs> screen, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, what's even better than that? I mean, oh, let me tell you their party Pokemon. Uh, right now they have a Flareon at level 52, a Goldbat at level 42, a Bronzor at 46, a Bidera, a, a Bibaril, <laughs> Bidaril. They got a Bidaril at level 21, Roserade, 54, and a Shinx at 49. I'm pretty sure they're not letting the Shinx evolve. Um, <laughs> and they've also caught, at, last I checked, they caught six different Bidoofs. So, um, nice. Pretty Bidoof awesome there. It's awesome. But to make everything even better, uh, they've included Pokemon Stadium 2 during the live stream. What so does that mean? Not, not only are you watching Diamond and Pearl getting played, but you're watching random matches of Pokemon Stadium 2, and they, they devise it in a red team and a blue team. So um, every two minutes, it like kind of resets itself, and then each team picks three random Pokemon, and they're computer-controlled, and they just battle each other. <laughs> but... People can bet money. I'm not sure how they get the money. I think it's just you start off with a certain amount of money, but you bet which team you think is going to win, mm. and then it pays <laughs> so out like at the end. Yes, yeah, it's, it's salty bet plus Twitch plays Pokemon on the same screen. Exactly. This is the best of both worlds. So right now, as as we're streaming this live, uh, the blue team has Tangula, Venusaur, and Execute, and the red team has Krabby, Pidgeot, and Machoke. And the odds there are, are only four people watching the stream because this <laughs> phenomenon. And there's a there's a five it's, to one ratio here in cash. It's officially a phenomenon not anymore <laughs> <laughs> because I've been hearing about this thing for so long. I, I, I gotta be honest, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> guy, something. this guy who's running Twitch Plays Pokemon, is probably still making bank. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. 1,435 visitors right now, like, currently watching. Right. And this I mean, is, like, a low peak. Usually during, like, a work day, it's usually between two and 3,000. That's awesome. So, I don't, like, I think having 2,000 people consistently watch your feed is probably pretty profitable. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, the gold bat's going to evolve. Hold on, hold on. Oh, or is he? Or is he? Nope, they stopped it. <laughs> they stopped it. Which plays Pokemon never disappoints. Um, uh, you guys mentioned Salty Bet. I wasn't familiar with it until somebody explained it to me. But uh, I mean, I explained how Twitch plays Pokemon work. But do you want to explain how Salty Bet works? Why yeah. would we do that? It's it's awesome. What you do is you uh, you're watching a fighting game, and the characters are anything at all from any fighting game or from MS Paint. <laughs> And I think I saw, like, Santa Claus once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will tell you that if you see MS Paint, bet on MS Paint, because it's going to win. They're all, <laughs> they're all broken. Unless Asteroids is one. Like, the ship from Asteroids is one of the characters, and that thing is not hittable. Like, its hitbox is one pixel, and all of its attacks make it teleport. So so they're they're computer-controlled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both... both um, they just have some. Well, the the AI is built on the character itself. So if you see a character, it's always going to behave like like what it does. If that makes sense. So somebody programs in like if somebody if the other character reacts this way, do this. And depending on how talented that programmer is, um, it might be you know the thing from Asteroid that wins all the time, or it might be you know like Daffy Duck from. The Looney Tunes fighting game, and he's not very good. But you can you have a set amount of currency, like like in the uh, Twitch Plays Pokemon thing, and then you can bet on which character you think is going to win. And if you get it right, then you you know obviously win some money or w- fake money. It's not fake money. Okay, that was that was going to be my <laughs> next question was if it was fake or real money. But it but you're you're totally invested in it anyway. Like you like you get really enamored with your character. Like the first time I saw Daffy Duck, I was super pumped. I was like betting all my money on Daffy Duck. <laughs> can't lose, no way. And he is not very good. <laughs> is that is now is that running twenty four seven or is that like a? Yeah, it's just constant. Oh, okay. Like Twitch plays Pokemon. <laughs> like Twitch plays Pokemon. 
which plays Pokemon. Um, what else is constant in our life is taking a break. And so we are going to do that, and then we will... Except for all those times where we're not taking a break. That's like true. This whole time. That's true. I mean, to be fair, we're now... I'm now watching Twitch Plays Pokemon, so I think we need to take a quick break, <laughs> give the listeners a little bit of music, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, anything but Hoenn. So, <laughs> uh, so we'll be right back. All right, and we are back from our break to talk about Meverse. How <laughs> <laughs> great it is! <laughs> um, no, uh, we're going to talk about the announcement that you guys had to sit through twenty-four minutes of uh, to get to this point, which is in the month of May this month. Pokemon Company that International Fire Song T- TCPI announced. Two new Pokemon games coming this November, titled Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Oh, Known collectively yeah. as ores, because you'll need one for all of the water. <laughs> <laughs> right, before we get to the, uh, the second trailer they showed, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we know so far or what we've seen. Um, so if you guys haven't heard about these new games... Um, clearly you don't go on Twitter, Facebook, or the entire <laughs> internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pokemon announced this on May 7th, so just a couple days ago. And uh, this will be coming, like I said, worldwide. So another worldwide release on November in November of 2014, exclusively for the Nintendo 3DS. The press release says, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire are fresh are a fresh take on Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire, which launched in 2003, and were fan-favorite hits on the Game Boy Advance system. <laughs> Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> the new titles promise to take players through a dra- dramatic story within a spectacular new world. Um, <laughs> it also said that's, Pokemon... That's about it. I mean, <laughs> Pokemon fans... That's the will- end of the show, folks. <laughs> Forever. Pokemon fans will collect, battle, and trade Pokemon in a new adventure. Um, so I just kind of want to stress those two sentences. Uh, so which the first one was Pokemon fans will collect, battle, and trade Pokemon in a new adventure, and then in a new explore a whole a whole new world. Yes. Um, <laughs> why I think that's important is because if we look, if you go back and you look at the press release for both Heart Gold and Soul Silver and Fire Red and Leaf Green. Fred uh, Grin? What? Fire Red Leaf Green. Fire Fred Red and Leaf Green. Uh, their press releases used words like revisit, um, mm-hmm. go back to. Uh, they did not use the words new at all. They didn't say new adventure or they didn't say a new world or a new dramatic story or anything like that. So it's just interesting. I mean, it it could possibly mean nothing, except they didn't know what else. they. I mean, this press release is very short compared to uh, those two press releases. Uh, But we did get to see box art right away, and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire has Kyogre on it, and Pokemon Omega Ruby has Groudon on it. And they look fancy. Box art not final, of course. But I'm sure that's pretty close to final. Uh, and I've been talking a lot, so uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, looks pretty rad. Can't wait for Secret Bases to come back. It's going to be great. I'm going to forget where I put mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Gen 3 is definitely the most divisive <laughs> generation right um i think 
that's safe to say. Um, I mean, maybe Gen 1, I guess, but, um, but I think when it comes down to it, there are a lot of people that really love Gen 3. There are a lot of people for whom there's a lot of nostalgia and also just a lot of love for those games. And then there's a lot of people who really don't like those games. And I think that's more so than any other generation. Um, I mean, there are going to be people who love Gen 4 and people who hate Gen 4. But I think you see that opinions like that about Gen the other generations much less frequently than you do see these sort of uh, very strong opinions about Gen 3, people who love the sort of... Um, ecological diversity of Hoenn a lot and then uh, people like me who find a lot of it to be a lot of the region to sort of be tedious with all the uh, surfing and caves and the and the fairly slow start to the story um, and so I think uh, so my take on this on all this stuff of like you know a whole new world and like a whole new adventure or, or whatever that, that second um, statement was um, is that I think Game Freak has to be aware that um, that these games caused issue for a lot of people, um, and that there might be mo- like we've always had updates to um, to the games in the in the remakes. Like Sevi Islands obviously didn't exist in uh, the original uh, in, in Generation One, and and there are a lot of story changes in in Hard Gold Soul Silver. Not huge things, but little things. Um, and I'm guessing that that language about new world and new adventure is, is probably indicating that um, there's going to be some revisions, maybe a, a bit of an um, expedited story would be my hope. Um, but, but that's just speculation at this point. I have not found myself... like I'm, I'm excited because it's a new Pokemon game, but this is probably the least excited I've been about a new Pokemon game because I, I didn't really like Gen 3. I think with piggybacking off what Travis says, you have distinct variations in Pokemon fans. You have uh, like people my age who started off with um, Red and Blue and then we yep. moved on to Gold and Silver. And then me being 25 when uh, Ruby and Sapphire came out, that was like middle school, high school, where... I thought you were saying you were 25 when that came out. I'm like, this is not possible. <laughs> 25 now. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's where, like, Pokemon became very uncool uh, yeah. socially. And so... I, I just stuck with it. <laughs> and some people some people stuck with it. And <laughs> uh, I, I and many other people did not. We dropped off, and we came back in Diamond and Pearl. And then you have... And then, of course, they either stayed or didn't. Um, I obviously stayed since I'm running a Pokemon podcast. Travis obviously stayed. Travis, did you start I left, off with, yeah. Did you, <laughs> did you start off with Red and Blue? I did. Okay. I'm, I'm just a, I mean, I am a little bit younger than you, so it was sort of like, I think it was when I was in fifth grade that, that um, Ruby and Sapphire came out, but it's the same sort of thing. And yeah. I guess I should I should be clear that I that I did like those games insofar as they were Pokemon games. When I said I didn't like them, I guess I just mean they're my least favorite um, of of Pokemon. Yeah. And then you have your, there's a very big audience that Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire was their first game. Like you have people, yeah. people like us where Red and Blue are our first game. And then you have people who um, say Ruby and Sapphire are their first game. And those are probably some of the most vocal people for a remake. You never see people that go, oh, Gold and Silver were my first game. I mean, yes, they're out there, but there's, <laughs> there's not that big generation gap between Gen Wasn't that, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, wasn't that uh, Justin who's been on the show before I was at Strident Radio? Didn't he start with Silver version? I think he did. It's really weird if I'm right. It's really weird if I know <laughs> that. Uh, but I think we can all agree that Gold and Silver was not a lot of people's first. It was usually... like It's also just sort of not designed as an entry to the series, given the whole revisiting Kanto at yeah. the end of it. Yeah, but maybe for parents it was a better buy since you're getting more game for your book. <laughs> yeah, not that they true. would have known that. Um, Man, I wish there were 16 gems in every game. Yeah, so good. Uh, so my take on these games that are coming out is, I'm, I mean, I think we're still going to be set in Hoenn, and I guess well, let's make it clear that nowhere in the press release or the two videos 
that it's ever said, Hoenn? The second video is pretty evocative of Hoenn, given, I guess we'll get to that later, but when we um, talk about the second video, but yeah. Uh, so, I am going to speculate. Um, this is this is my prediction, because what else can we do here besides speculate? <laughs> Don't hate, speculate. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> the dramatic, the, the new world and the new adventure is going to be as dramatic as Pokemon Black and White 2 was to mm. Pokemon Black, which isn't that dramatic, but I think in Pokemon Black 2 we got three new towns, and we started on the other side of the map. Right. So I'm I'm only suggesting that we're probably going to get a couple more towns, and maybe a town that was there is not there, or vice versa. On, on the wiki page... Um, cause I, I think I heard this from a friend the other day, but, um, okay. It says, uh, so originally it was unclear if it was a remake or not. And in a financial results briefing that occurred a day yes. after the reveal, yeah. the president of Nintendo confirmed that the new, the new games are full remakes of their 2002 counterparts. So that suggests that it's, it is going to be like just a remake. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, I was pretty vocal about my opinion here. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I talked a lot with the Nintendo reps when uh, when they were at Midwest Gaming Classic, and they made an interesting point that um, Pokemon Company is on their own when it comes to everything. They're running their Twitter, their Facebook, their website, releasing their own games. Nintendo's mm-hmm. just kind of there. And there's not much like communication between the two companies of like, hey, you need to do this, or hey, like we want to do this. It's kind of like they just operate. Oh. On different rails. Huh. So when I heard that during that financial release that he said that these are going to be full remakes. I, I don't even th- think the term full was used, was it? I think he said full remakes. Okay. I would. The, the wiki page says that, but it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that he said full remakes. I would really take that with a grain of salt. Mm. Uh, obviously, he had to say something during a financial yeah, calling because stock because stockholders are very angry with their money and at least very angry with Nintendo and the Wii U sales, which is a whole different discussion. But <laughs> to say full remakes makes me think that they are full remakes without taking into account new Pokemon or Mega Pokemon or possibly new towns or right because it would be hard. I mean, like clearly Kyogre and Grudon are the Mega versions on the on the cover. Right, I mean, they look significantly different. Not, I mean, not as significantly different as as most megas do to their normal counterparts. But you know, there's different colorations. Excuse me, different colorations and um, sort of like it's like they they got their hair dyed. They have highlights. <laughs> It'd be hard to to fully remake the game with that as a new thing, right? I mean, right. I and just reading reading so. Going off the financial call and then reading the press release and comparing it to old press releases, I can't like I can't imagine that there's not going to be a lot of new stuff in this game. Hmm. And Game Freak's sort of been on this track of wanting to surprise us um, with Black and White Two sort of breaking the mold in terms in terms of this like third version paradigm that they had set up for. You know, for generations one through four, um, and, they and then jumping right to Gen six when we were expecting a, a remake announcement. And they broke um, the mold of not giving us Z or whatever they would, <laughs> right? Yeah, because um, usually it's your 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 two, then your third one, and then your remakes. Exactly. Um, actually, now that you're saying that, like this idea is just formulating in my head. I wouldn't be surprised if. Um, the main storyline is very similar to Ruby and Sapphire, but the post-game, you know, bends back and, and deals a lot with X and Y. Um, because, specifically, um, there's all this stuff in X and Y that sort of seems um, not unfinished, but there's, like, details that we don't, we don't see. Like, Zygarde it is just sort of there with no real explanation as, as to what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, there's Pokedex entries to go on, but but I think it's pretty clear that there's more there than than 
that meets the eye. And I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if post game in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and I forget who it was, but someone mentioned um, it might have been Jay um, that you know Omega and Alpha are also letters like X and Y. Obviously, it's the the Greek alphabet instead. But um, so in that sense, there that that could sort of be evoking the connection between these two huh. titles more so yeah. than just there being Gen Six. I well, mentioned that would be fantastic. Yeah, I mentioned that too. I can't imagine that gold and silver. And of course, the remakes, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, would be the only games in Pokemon's line to have more than eight gyms. Mm. <laughs> like, why? Like, I mean, it could just be the only game with two regions, but I feel like we're at this point now where, especially with how short X and Y was, yeah, yeah, these are remakes, and they're using the X and Y engine. They've obviously. Can you I mean, fit enough on that cartridge, though, for both, <laughs> for both Hoenn and um, Kalos? And I'm, I'm not joking. Like, I mean, obviously you can do the digital download, but they're still constrained to what can fit on the cartridge because I was going to do a physical release. So Yeah, I would, um, I would imagine that most of the data is within the sprites. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're sharing the same sprites, and I, I think we can safely move into the second trailer, which... yeah. Uh, they, everyone, so everyone got excited because what was it called? Like go TV or get, Mm -hmm. let me look it up real quick. No idea. (laughs) Some like TV program, Pokemon get TV, uh, whatever that is in Japan. Uh, they're said that they were going to show some new footage, uh, for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And that was going to appear Saturday U.S. time, which I think was early Sunday time in Japan, possibly, because they're in the future. <laughs> and we got about 30 seconds of footage, which was just uh, Groudon emerging from the water. Doesn't really make that much sense. <laughs> we see his... Yeah, but then, but then it's sort of like sunny when he does. Yeah. And it's very... The sun comes out, and then we have Kyogre emerging from the water, which does make sense. And then it starts raining. And... I think we're all in agreement that these sprites are running on the X and Y engine. Yeah. And the only thing really new that we see is this dramatic 3D water texture that's going on. Again, We also see a mountain or volcano-like figure in the background, which um, hints pretty heavily towards the the Citopolis volcano. And I think... Hmm. I mean, they didn't say in the video, but because... Hoenn was mostly water, and now we only see water. I think it is safe to assume that all of Hoenn has sank, and the entire <laughs> game will be on the back of a Get water your pump. oars ready! <laughs> <laughs> You're just in a boat instead of a bike. <laughs> and you just gotta row. Pokemon Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to make that joke. Was, was I the only one, like, upset that this was the most disappointing slash hyped new footage of a game oh, ever. you are not the only yeah, one. You are not, no. Were very annoyed by it. And I think rightfully so, right? Like, um, I mean, I saw some people like saying stuff like, oh, what's, what's the point in um, complaining? But I mean, <laughs> that's sort of irrelevant. It's just sort of disappointing to be um, to be let on like that when, you know, a lot of people... I didn't, heavens no, but (laughs) a lot of people, you know, stayed up very late or uh, depending on what time zone they're in or, um, or like, you know, plan their day around this, this video, which was, uh, frankly underwhelming. So, yeah, I mean, you could see basically that right now in X and Y just import your Kyogre and Grudon. Yeah, very (laughs) true. I mean, props to Pokemon for giving us 30 seconds of information, which is technically new, but tells us nothing more. <laughs> uh, it even says game footage not final, which is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's all we really know about it. Um, you got my opinion. You got Travis's opinion. Uh, Logan, do you have anything you want from this game? Any uh, speculation you have? It's just secret bases. I want my secret base for all it's the be awesome. And I really want it to be like connected so that 
like your friend list matters on because you know like uh, the friend safari was pretty cool, but it wasn't really like you weren't really involved with your friends. Yeah, and um, and spot passing didn't matter at all because Pokemiles are like you know that useless. Yeah, and and especially like they're not useless. You could get something cool from them, but that's if you have like a friend who lives in Japan and you also see them right next to you every now and then. Because friends, yeah. you only get like two Pokemiles from friends who live near you. But yeah. if 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 you traded secret bases and then you go in there and you can battle them or something, that would be really neat. For our listeners who hate Gen three or have never played, what is a said secret base? Uh, so you go to a tree, and I think you use, like, secret power uh, on it? I'm going to stop you now. It was cave walls, too. There were indentations oh, on all yeah, yeah, sorts yeah. of things. There's, and I there's, believe it was secret power. Yeah. I was, I was, I was going to get to the, the complications later, but, yeah. you know, you could make a treehouse or a, a cave fort or whatever you want. There was a lot of places you could go and use secret. It's secret power, right? I think so, yeah. And um, it enabled you to have like a little a little house that you could decorate with all kinds of random stuff. And it was um, like the underground from Gen Four, except not as good. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the underground didn't have a permanent thing though. Like you had to be next to the person currently to to do anything with them. Whereas in um, in Gen Three, you could. Uh, you could go battle that person's team as long as you had, I think you recently traded with them or something. And then their team was in their secret base. That was like my first experience with effort training. Cause you could, you could set it up really nicely to be, have all easy Pokemon that all have the same effort value, which was why I originally liked it. <laughs> but it was also cool to decorate and then like set a million traps for somebody so that walking to you was a pain in the ass. <laughs> Oh wait! I just got Bulbasaur. Probably. Oh, yep. That's, That's all right. My first Bulbasaur. <laughs> right. No, I treasure it. It's the only laughs they'll get during the listen. <laughs> um, so, I, 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 obviously, I don't play Pokemon. Why would I? <laughs> but I've, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter put down X and Y several months ago. In fact. Um, a lot of people say the post game's not there. Uh, it's not compelling anymore. They want something new. What would Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire have to do to get you to play past post? Uh, well, I mean, whatever the they do, I'm going to do it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if they did like gold and silver and had a whole other set of gems, that would go a long way. <laughs> Return of the Underground. <laughs> joking that would make I mean I'm I'm gonna buy this game and play it through definitely um and it would make no sense for them to return the underground especially because everything's water right <laughs> but man the underground <laughs> the underground was fun. So fun you were digging for fossils you were digging for red shards you were even digging for yellow shards <laughs> and- there's other cool stuff under there too, right? Spooky plates, all kinds of stuff. I Heart would. Scales. <laughs> um, I really, I mean, this, and that's a stretch. I really want to bank that we go to Kalos or a different region when we're done and get eight more gems. I think that mm-hmm. would add so much more value to the experience. I want what. Heart Gold and Soul Silver did to the menu system. Oh yeah, I want and what Logan says. I want a friends list that mattered. Like <laughs> I would get so many invites of like random battles, and Sorry. I would I would be like, I want to remove this person from my friend list so they stop <laughs> asking me for random battles. But I don't know who they are outside of Pokemon because the names are different and there's no friend codes, and I don't know. Who's saying what to me and stop saying yeah and poking me? Also, I wasn't a fa- also I wasn't a fan of the O power thing. I re- oh I love them. Uh, I could they go make everything with them. so much easier. I mean, I didn't use them socially. Like I, that's <laughs> that would be not ridiculous. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but they were good in, in and of themselves. They made training a lot easier. With the double experience. Yeah. 
I almost would also like a, and I don't know if this is going in a weird direction, but let me before I preference my statement that might be outlandish. Do you do you both have people who were brand new to X and Y, like almost never played a Pokemon or have but don't remember, and so X and Y was like their game that they got back into Pokemon with? Uh, certainly, a lot of folks that got back into it. I don't know if it was like brand new for anybody that I know, um, but tons of my friends haven't played in a long time, and I mean, I I was like really hyping it on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, this is the yeah. best one ever. That's true um, of a lot of my friends, too, getting back into it. Some hadn't even played since, like, Gen 2, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, probably a good handful of people who haven't played since, you know, Gen 1 or Gen 2. And the complaint I heard a lot was they didn't understand why certain things worked or didn't work. And a good example was I had a friend who just completely stopped playing because he would damage a Pokemon, bring it down to the red, he would put that Pokemon to sleep, and he would throw a Pokeball, and it wouldn't work, and he <laughs> would throw a Great Ball, and it wouldn't work, and he'd throw an Ultra Ball, and it was frustrating to him that that ratio of how a Pokemon should be caught doesn't make sense, because he can't damage it anymore. He's already put it to sleep. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more he could do except keep throwing <laughs> Pokeballs until it is caught, and that is that's the pure reason why he quit, because it it just didn't make sense. And I was yeah. like, "You're right. Like I can throw a pokeball my first <laughs> turn, and I have a better chance of catching it than I would." Don't worry, guys. Just an emerging emergency alert here on my phone. Uh, I would have a better buy some quick balls, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I mean, it, I think it's a valid criticism, but it's it's one of those things that it's sort of going back to our discussion of IVs from a few weeks ago. That it's it's one of those things that that's so ingrained that that any sort of change in in those things, the sort of basic functions yeah. of how the game works now, would would anger a lot of people. I think. I mean, uh, like. Well, it at least resulted in some funny comics because like there's a really really good one like Articuno is asleep and he throws the Pokeball and then it pops out asleep and it's just laying on the ground <laughs> still snoozing, but somehow it broke out. <laughs> yeah. Stuff uh, like that just kinda almost takes you out of the experience a bit. Yeah. And makes makes you frustrated. But um yeah, I think that's all we really have on these two new games, ores as they're calling. As they're calling. <laughs> as I'm, I'm so desperately getting trying to get people to call them. No, I'm think, on board, man. I think we're I think we're on board here. Uh, of course, we're not getting these games till November, so pretty much every episode from now to 151 will be pure speculation <laughs> up to that point. Grasping onto each new detail, right? Uh, and what I mean by up to 151 is because that is going to conclude the first full run of Pokemon Podcast. And what we are going to do is we're going to take a hiatus uh, after 151. And uh, I'm not sure how long that'll be. A month, two months, three months. Sometime, hopefully, before November is the goal. Uh, mm-hmm. And then just kind of take some time to ourselves and uh, rework the show how we can make it better, how we can get it to you guys faster, how we can rework the website, pretty much. Just take a breather. Uh, and then come back with Pokemon Podcast Gen 2. That's right. <laughs> we only talk about Johto. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely not the, the remakes at all. No, no just original base Johto. <laughs> Joey comes in, calls in every episode. <laughs> Joey calls in. Let's us know how things are going. We finally discover who Silver is. <laughs> um, we don't have to worry about that Alder guy anymore. Real, <laughs> real classic show lined up for you guys. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, but I think we are going to cut this episode a little bit short um, to get it to you guys a bit faster. So uh, no Pokemon of the Week. But if you guys want a Pokemon of the Week, just watch 
the second trailer to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire because you just see two Pokemon staring at each other in water. <laughs> I I have a question though for you, sort of similar to like Pokemon of the Week. Uh, not necessarily just in design, but like in in like function. Which do you like more, Kyogre or Groudon? Like, which would you use on a team if you're like making like Ubers or something? Um, I have a Kyogre plushie on my desk. He is <laughs> he is my jam. Yeah, I'm not Ky- sure why. Kyogre's Kyogre's hard to beat. I mean, because yeah. Groudon makes fire attacks better, and, and he's a ground type. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the best like misinterpretation ever where people <laughs> always think Groudon's fire because Kyogre's water yeah I really like Groudon though um, I mean maybe it's just because I had him on an Uber's team for a very long time and I think he's he's really cool as either like um, uh, just a super bulky thing or like a physically defensive thing um, I think he's really cool it's cool that he gets Dragon Tail Dragon Tail, Earthquake, st- uh, uh, Stealth Rock, and and uh, Thunder Wave. It's, it's a fun one. Oh, I didn't yeah. know he could learn Thunder Wave. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you know Groudon is, I believe, the heaviest Pokemon? Oh, I believe wow. so, too. I think he huh. is, yeah. That's a good, like, if you're at the bar doing bar bets, because the person <laughs> will always say Snorlax. Yeah. Or Wailord. <laughs> Those are, like, the two. Yeah. And then you pull out Groudon on them. And you win. You win every time, kids. <laughs> you win that, that bar bet with your eight-year-old <laughs> friend. <laughs> with that old friend. Um, awesome. Well, Travis, where can they find mm-hmm. your salty, delicious, savory voice? <laughs> is it salty or is it savory? You, like you both salty and savory. This is like a bacon thing. <laughs> The best flavor. Yeah. I don't think bacon's Twitter Twitter.com slash DTravisW. And uh, Logan, where can they find your artistic mind? My artistic mind is at downplusa.com. That's all one word. Um, I guess my artistic mind also exists on Twitter. <laughs> at, at Logan Jenkins. In a diluted form. <laughs> it's just not actually art, but you can see a drawing of my face right next to all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke over your handle. You might want to say it again. I apologize. Ugh. <laughs> um, is <laughs> at Logan Jenkins. There you go. There you go. Oh. Um, for our listeners, if uh, our Stores back up, PokemonPodcast.com slash store or something like that. Just go to PokemonPodcast.com. Uh, there are some shirts there and some stickers and uh, the pillows that were at Midwest Gaming Classic uh, for exclusive to our listeners only. If you email me about our store, I will email you back an exclusive coupon for our store. Um, you can email me at sbj at pcamncast.com or just go to pokemonpodcast.com and there's a little contact button. Uh, but if you're looking to get like a pillow or a shirt or something, um, I will save you money if you take the time to listen to the show, obviously, because you're listening now. And then you email me about what I said on the show. Uh, otherwise, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the show on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. Uh, we're on Stitcher Radio, Scatter Radio, Omni Radio, uh, RSS. You can listen to us on the site. You can also listen to us and download us in iTunes. And uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, thank you, Logan. The, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Travis. Anytime. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super, super effective. effective.